What is up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of Real Talk. If you are new here, please go hit that follow button on Instagram, Real Talk underscore podcast one for all the latest updates on my episodes. If you're not new here, welcome back. You already know the vibes. It is Saturday and we are here to talk our shit like we do every Saturday. Um, today, we're going to be talking about friendships and what kind of friend you are, what kind of friends you have in your circle, the five friends that psychologists say everyone should have. Yep, five. I know. I was like, you what? Five. (laughs) And I don't mean five friends in general. I mean five close friends and what each one should be because each one is a different thing. And also the difference between a best friend, a regular friend, and an acquaintance. So stay tuned for that. Um, but before we jump into it, I am selling my Jangas and my board games on Instagram. You can go check those out. They can be customized any color, any category, any event. We play them all the time at game nights, birthday parties, family functions, like they are lit. We, we play them all the time. Um, so go check those out. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a motherfucking friend and let's get into it. Okay. So friendships. Sometimes, you know, you meet someone new and you just know y'all going to be friends, right? Other times it may take a little bit longer to get to know someone, you know, you guys got to get comfy enough to, you know, put your walls down and shit. But once you find your people, you find your people. And if you know, you know, okay? And friendships, you know, how they happen, how intense they are, they vary from everybody, okay? Everybody is different. Perhaps, you know, you're still friends with your childhood friends, you know, or maybe you feel happier when you're in a large diverse group where everybody is different. Maybe, you know, you feel good with just a handful of deep friend, like friendships, or, you know, maybe you're a social butterfly and your calendar is never empty. You be busy all the time. Every week you out multiple times a week. Okay. Whatever friendship style feels right for you, do you. There are several benefits though, that you can experience as a result of each connection. Okay. So, Let's get into the five friends that psychologists say we need, okay, everybody. And you may be like, what? So supposedly, any more than five close friends is hard to maintain. Studies show that it's very hard to keep up with more than five close friends. And again, not just friends in general. You can say, oh, I have 100 friends. Do you though? Probably not. But five close friends and anything less, they say is like you're not getting what you need out of it. So five is the magic number. And also, a lot of people have a misconception that friendships or friends come in like one size fits all. You know, that all friends who are most alike and like, you know, we, you know, we are closer because we have common interests. The friends who like the same things, who dress the same, who watch the same movies, watch the same shows, who have common interests. Those tend to be the ones that people gravitate towards more because it's like, oh, well, they're like me. So, you know, we, we must be friends. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Get somebody else to do it. That's not the truth. Okay. We all need different types of friends for different reasons, different friends, different reasons, different seasons. Okay. Now think of your friends, and I'm not talking about your associates, I'm talking about your friends. How many friends do you have? And what makes them your friend? You know, what makes you a friend to them? Do you have a best friend? And why do you consider them that? You know, ask yourself that. What makes someone a good friend versus an acquaintance? Okay, so before we get into that, let's talk about the five friends that everybody should have. Number one is the tell it like it is friend. So studies show that this is the most important friend to have. 
Some of you may disagree, but argue with the psychologist. Don't argue with me, okay? I'm just here to, to relay a message. We all need someone who has our best interests at heart, even though sometimes the honest friend going to tell you some shit you don't want to hear. The truth hurts sometimes, you know, it is what it is. But you need to respect and you need to, you know, appreciate that you have somebody in your circle that's going to tell you what's up because everybody ain't going to do that, okay? A lot of people sugarcoat shit to, to, you know, save somebody's feelings. And now this is not to get confused with a shady bitch who's throwing shots and making you feel like shit and, you know... Because of their own insecurities. They want to make themselves look cooler, funnier, you know, better than you for whatever reason. That's their own problem to figure out. We're not talking about that. That's not the same thing. Get that bitch out your circle. We're talking about the friend who genuinely has the best interest for you, who fucks with you so they're going to tell you what's up, you know? Because a lot of people are going to let you be out here looking like the goofy bitch, okay? They're going to let you be out here looking goofy as hell. You don't want that, okay? Appreciate the friend who is honest, this is the most important friend to have, okay? Now, we're going to talk about the other one, the opposite friend. So everybody should have an opposite friend, someone who is completely different from you. And I mean completely. They don't like the same things as you. You guys dress different. You guys talk different. You, nothing is the same, okay? And now people might be like, well, why the fuck would I have a friend that we have nothing in common? The same way that opposites attract in a relationship, opposites attract in a friendship as well. And a lot of people don't connect the two, okay? A friendship is a relationship as well. Just because it's platonic doesn't mean that it's not a relationship. A friendship is definitely a relationship. And it's very important to have an opposite in your circle. And a lot of people think, oh, I'm the opposite because, you know, I think different than other people I'm around or I have the unpopular opinion or whatever the case may be. That's not that. That just means that you're being yourself, which you should be. Opposite means nothing that you do is the same as the people that are around you. Nothing. You don't talk the same. You don't walk the same. You don't dress the same. You don't watch the same movies. You don't read the same books. Nothing is the same. You should always have this friend. And this friend is usually the one that breaks you out of your comfort zone. Okay, because if all your friends are exactly like you and y'all all all the same, y'all all do the same shit and everybody likes the same things and all that. That's first of all, that's very boring. And second of all, how how much growth are you guys doing? You guys all like the same thing. We're all doing the same shit 24 seven. Everything is the same. No, there's no individuality in that. Okay, so if that fits you, then you're the opposite friend. If you look around you and nobody is like you in any way in your circle, you're the opposite friend. Okay. Now the older friend, we tend to have friends that are in our age range because, you know, we're at the same stages in life. You know, we share the same experiences, you know, but sometimes we have issues at a certain point in our life that none of our friends have a perspective on because we're all at the same page. It's always better to have an older friend in your group that has experienced shit already. And of course, older doesn't mean wiser, but if you are selective enough, You may find that the older friend has been where you are before and they can give you insight. They can give you advice. They can help you to, you know, come up with a solution. And I don't mean like, oh, 20 years older, just, you know, a little bit older than you. The next one would be the close confidant. And this sometimes is known as the best friend. So this is the friend you trust 100%. You're comfy with them. You know, they know all your skeletons. There's no animosity. There's no jealousy. There's no envy. There's no judging. They know you in and out sometimes better than you know yourself, okay? 
And even if you do have friends that you tell things to, do you tell it 100%? Do they know everything? Nine times out of 10, no. Okay? Unless you have this person who is your best friend. And if this person is your best friend, then this is usually the close confidant. You don't have to pretend to be different with this person. You don't hold back. You don't worry about being judged. You know, this is another key person to have in your circle. Like the tell it how it is friend. This is another one that's important to have. Statistics show. But choose wisely because most people pick the wrong confidant. Or most people assume that someone is their best friend when that person is not. Okay? Know the difference. Be very, be very selective. And also remember that people change and people grow. And if you aren't losing friends along the way, then you ain't growing. And that, that's just what it is. And remember that an expired friendship does not equal beef. Just because people grow apart and are no longer friends with you and y'all no longer cool and you know you grew apart, that doesn't mean that, oh my God, I hate you, fuck you, when I see you with society, blah, 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 whatever the case may be. Okay? That's not what that means. Okay? Everybody can't make it to the top with you. Everybody can't go in the direction that you're going in. That doesn't mean that there's a problem. That just means that you grew apart and you're no longer friends. You guys ain't on the same page, not on the same wavelength. You're not for them anymore. They're not for you anymore, whatever the case may be. Unless y'all stop being friends over some other shit, then that's different. That's not what we're talking about. Okay? Now, the last friend is the friend that you admire. This is the friend that inspires you. They encourage you to, you know, be the best version of you, be authentically yourself. This person is usually like a mentor to you in some way. This person is important because they always will root for you to do your best. They're like your cheerleader, right? They live a life that you admire. They have stuff that you admire. They move in a way that you admire. They do things that you're like, wow, like I really fuck with that. I respect that. I like that. That's something that I look up to. That is the friend that you admire. This is also important because this friend is the friend that you tend to gravitate towards when you're changing, when your chapters are, you know, changing in your life, when you're growing, when you're going, you know, leveling up. This is usually the friend that you gravitate towards in that period of time. So again, the five friends that everyone should have is the tell it like it is friend, the opposite friend, the older friend, the close confidant, and the friend that you admire. Do you have all five of those? Are you any of those five? Because sometimes we may think, oh, I'm this friend or I'm that friend, I'm this. And then you hear what I just said and you're like, "Mm, maybe not, you know? So are you? And friendships are essential, okay? Connections are needed. Friends can be soulmates too. It's not just the person that you're in love with. A friend can be a soulmate as well. So, you know, like I said, choose them wisely and let them go accordingly as well. So let's ask ourselves. Now we're going to do an activity. Make a list of all your friends, the five close friends that you have. Make a list of them. Who's number one? Who's number two, three, four, five? Now ask yourself, why is this person number one? Why is this number two, three, four, and five? You know, what makes number one higher than number two? Number two higher than number five, whatever the case may be. Okay? And then ask your friends too. Tell them, tune in, listen to the episode, and let you know which friend you are to them. And it may be surprising for you to learn the answer, but ask your friend, which friend am I? Are you anybody's best friend? Is any of your friends your best friend? You know, do you trust someone 100%? Does somebody trust you 100%? Are you someone's close confidant? Are you the tell it like it is? Are you the opposite? When you look around, there's nobody like you. There's nobody that has the same interest. Nobody's moving like you, talking like you. No, nobody has that. Nobody has that. 
Okay. And then we have to ask, okay, well, what's the difference between a friend and an associate? An associate could be somebody or an acquaintance could be somebody that, you know, you see every day, you talk to, you know, you hang out here and there, but they don't really know you on an intimate level. You know, they don't know your skeletons. You're not coming to them crying. You're not coming to them for advice. You're not coming to them when you're happy. You know, they're not a cheerleader for you. They're just someone who happens to be around. Y'all get along. Y'all hang out here and there. We text, whatever. But there's no intimacy, right? That's an acquaintance versus a friend. And like I said, a friend versus a best friend, the best friend is someone who stands out. They're nothing like your other friends. You look around and you're like, there's nobody like this. There's nobody in my circle that I treat this way, that I look at this way, that I come to for this, that I come to for that. Can I ugly cry to this person? Can I show up at their doorstep, you know, in the middle of the night when I need something? Can I call them when I'm in trouble? Are they going to show up? Are they loyal behind my back? Because that's a big one. And if you don't know, you cannot consider this person your best friend. Have you ever been in a situation where they had to show you that you can trust them? Where they had to show you that they were loyal to you? And they showed up and they did that. If not, how do you really know? Right? Actions. Actions separate acquaintance, friends, and best friends. Actions. So again, what friend are you? Where do you fall in that category? Do you have all five friends? Make that list, one, two, three, four, five. Does somebody fall in each one of the categories? And if not, maybe, you know, you should probably start going out more, gain more connections, start to learn about, you know, more people, open yourself up to more friendships, you know? And not necessarily saying, oh, you need to have all five, blah, blah, blah. No, you don't. This is just like a study that they did. I don't have all five, you know? I have one person that I think fills all of these. But again, this year, I am focusing on making new connections, trying to make new friends, putting myself out there. So we should all try to do that. Um, and again, ask your friends, you know, what do I mean to you? What number am I on your list? Are they going to be honest with you about what number you are? Am I your best friend? Are they going to tell you yes or no? Do you trust the answer that they give you? You know, choose your friends very, very, very wisely. They are just as important, again, as I said, as diet and exercise. They are important just as much as a romantic relationship. Everybody needs a squad. Everybody needs a circle. Everybody needs a shoulder. Everybody. So we will open discussion on this. I have my poll going up again on my Instagram, Real Talk underscore podcast one. And until next time, peace and love.